Hello, everyone. Hi, Gina. How are you, George? Um, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. Oh, that's good, because you're about to get happier with all the positivity that we're about to hear and find out more. Absolutely. This is uh, maybe an episode about happiness. This would be the definition of this episode. Happiness and positivity, episode 14. Um, if you're ever feeling down, everyone, uh, I think you should hear this episode. Absolutely. Uh, and that's how we're going to promote it and tag it all over the social media. Because today with us, we have um, a positive educator. We have someone who deals a lot with uh, positivity, with positive feelings, with positive psychology, with positive education. And uh, that someone is Despina Malidu. Despina, welcome to Teachers Coffee. Welcome to be here with you guys um actually the first question is a standard one but i think um people deserve to know how eventually you decided to deal with positive psychology you can tell us a little bit about your studies your learning journey until you reach this point that you talk to educators about positive education and psychology yes um i am a school owner and still uh, an active English teacher. I'm not gonna say how many years, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I'm also a material education designer and trainer. Now I have the honor to have the title of um, well-being, a positive psychology counselor and the creator of the program Positive For You. Uh, I have done a certificate in neuroscience, um, a master NLP in education, and an MSc in positive psychology in Bolton University. And that's how I came here. Excellent. Wonderful. Um, so tell us, Despina, uh, um, you know, you did all these studies and looked into positive psychology. Um, of course, being a teacher and studying, it's a, it's a great bridge to, you know, bring these two together. But what really made you bring positive psychology in the school context, uh, context? Was there something specific that triggered you to combine the two? Uh, for me, language has always been a vehicle to teach my students so many other things. I still remember my excitement when I did my NLP um, that enabled me to teach my students life skills, 21st century skills, collaboration, creativity, how to embrace, you know, mistakes. Um, and now with all the new, I would say the new windows that open to me with happiness, positivity, and love that. I would definitely want it to implement them in my teaching. I wanted to take my students with me in this journey. So I started thinking, how am I going to implement it? How am I going to share uh, this information with my students? How am I going to, to help them feeling better, becoming stronger? Huh? And it was the time that that thing happened. <laughs> we, mm -hmm. we don't name it. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, 
I found out that it is a time we need extra support in order to deal with this weird situation. Not only students, uh, but teachers and parents as well. So um, the need to implement happiness and positivity in education became even more intense, more demanding. Absolutely. And, yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. And I started thinking, what can I do? How am I going to implement it? Researching, reading, thinking of tasks, thinking of syllabus, thinking of, um, of, of workshops, of trainings, all that stuff. And I think, Vespina, um, that's a very interesting statement here because many people, when they listen to the word positive psychology, okay, they have a certain preconception in their minds. But here it's important to clarify that we're talking about positive education, which of course is related. It stems from positive psychology, but we're talking about a completely different field of expertise uh, and that needs to involve the educators like you. I mean, the, the fact that you had an epiphany and you wanted to bring this into schools, I think it's a major intervention at this moment. And uh, this is definitely what all the school community and educators needed after the uh, the one that should not be named, the, the, COVID, <laughs> the COVID era. Um, yes. Still an obvious question, which uh, I would like to ask you, and maybe crosses many people's minds, is can actually happiness be taught? Because maybe they have a very abstract idea of it uh, or not a very clear definition how this can become a teaching material. So can actually happiness be taught? You know, George, very well that Martin Seligman says that um, positivity and happiness is a habit. Mm -hmm. huh? You have to cultivate. And happiness can be taught in school much easier and simpler than someone can imagine. Being an educator, I know the methodology to teach something. I know what is, how to create um, an educational uh, environment where children can learn and how they learn, how experiencing, the learning um, get them involved in the learning procedure through games eh? and so I created tasks that we can teach kindness, gratitude uh, empathy uh, character strength mind growth through these educational tools Love. Makes sense. Makes, Makes sense. sense. Yeah. And so this is great. I mean, obviously, um, it would it make sense uh, to train uh, children or students how to be positive and happier. But in order for this to be successful and efficient, I think teachers need to have the same mindset as well. And for them to be positive and kind of... Um, expose and this positivity towards them how how do you think you can train teachers to be more positive uh, as well and uh, and how they see learning or how they can evolve but also 
how they can transmit this positivity, let's say, to their students. Yes. I don't speak German. I don't know German. I can't possibly help somebody learn German. The same comes to positivity and happiness. If I'm not a happy person, if I'm not a positive person, how am I supposed to inspire my students? How am I supposed to, to help them find their own happiness? So the first step is to train educators. First of all, to find happiness inside them, to empower them, to unleash their potentialities. Eh? Mm -hmm. And here, let me mention that the, um, for my MSc, my dissertation, I wanted to examine whether there is a correlation between well-being and creativity among language teachers. The results show that there is a positive correlation, which means the higher the level of well-being of educators, the more creative they tend to be. And you, you can imagine, uh, you know, how important for an educator is to be creative. So I want to help my fellow educators find their happiness, be strong, and I can equip them with the necessary tools, tasks, theory, games, whatever, to help their students find happiness, to implement them in their syllabus to do these tasks parallel with their workbooks, student books, vocabulary mm -hmm. books, whatever. Great. And I guess this uh, leads us to what you mentioned before. Maybe many of these tasks and activities and theories can be found in the context of your course, Positive for You. We would like to know more about it. Yeah, Positive for You. Oh, positive for You is my dream, is my baby, is my new purpose of life. It is, it is, let's say, an umbrella uh, under which uh, there is a bunch of um, trainings, primarily for educators. But I also have trainings for teens and parents because parents also need support. Huh? Mm -hmm. And um, I train uh, my fellow educators how to be happy, the secrets of well-being and positivity. I also train leaders of educators, how to create positive educational and working environment, um, and how to organize the happiness and positive parents meetings. Mm -hmm. There is another very um, nice training, which, which I call it um, well-being games, or you know, very powerful tool, eh, games. So I use it to teach the principles of well-being and positivity. And uh, there is also the 12 rocks of happiness and the seven pillars of educators' self-care, which are mainly for empowering educators and not so much what and how to teach uh, in their classes. Right. Interesting, very interesting. Um, but apart from positive for you, I think a very exciting um, project you've been involved with where... Uh, you also had an, a very fun time from what you told me this weekend, sharing it with uh, a lot of um, Express Publishing's partners is your book called Teaching Happiness by Express Publishing. Yes. <laughs> Let tell us about it. Tell us about it, of course. <laughs> 
it was over over um, wine that I was talking with Jenny Dooley about my dreams, how excited I am with my new project, and that this is the future of education, that something must be done for students and teachers. And Jenny was listening to me without commenting. And after I finished what I had to say, she said, let's be now. Write a resource book for teachers for Express. And that was it. I put down my ideas, the tasks, and um, in this book, one can find very easy to work on tasks with um, downloadable, photocopiable material for Express Publishing site, Teachers Corner, to work on kindness, gratitude, empathy, uh, mind growth, what else? Uh, um, try forget something, character strength through, allow me to say, very clever tasks. Because the purpose of the book is not to, to, to give a lecture to students. Okay, my dear kids, it is very important to be kind. No, use the, the task with the love glasses or use the empathy drama game. Absolutely, and I think we can confirm that this is a very luxurious edition. It's really nice in terms of content and aesthetics as well. So, yeah, more than welcome any of you that you are listening to order the book directly from the Express Publishing site. And thank you, Despina, for this wonderful opportunity to publish it with Express Publishing because I think it really makes the difference and a, and a real meaningful contribution to uh, positive education. Yes, and I, it's a great honor for me to be the writer of Express Publishing, which I so many years admire, and I'm full user. And um, it is the future. No one else this time was speaking on this planet has thought of issuing, of releasing this kind of resource book for educators. Express Publishing is the first because teaching happiness goes further beyond and above. Uh, we've been talking about the 21st century teacher. Now we need to talk about the teaching happiness educator. Of course, of course. So are you ready for the roast question? I think I am. I do now. <laughs> <Super>. <laughs> So, okay, um, we've had a lot of positivity and, um, yeah, motivation. So I'm going to bring some balance to this podcast and I'm going to ask you about a negative situation. What was the most negative situation that you faced and try, managed to turn it upside down and turn into a positive? So it started off negative, but with your special techniques and positivity you tried to switch it up okay um i can't think of a, that a situation i would call negative uh, maybe difficult with the parents mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, during covid and after covid era 
um, I used the powerful tool of gratitude. Because I had some parents coming to me expressing dissatisfaction, um, stress, whatever. And I managed to swift their psychology by giving them um, gratitude exercises, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. So what do you mean by gratitude exercise? Could you? Uh, okay, I had them um, keeping a diary of all the things they're grateful for every day. And okay. I had them to come after a week, whatever, and discuss it with them. Well, and it really helped. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you see, um, this is the thank you for, for mentioning this, Despina, because people, you know, think that when you talk about gratitude, that somehow that you're talking about rocket science or that mm -hmm. it takes something like very sophisticated. No, it takes these simple activities and interventions that everyone maybe thinks about, but no one does. So, yeah, that's, I think, should be the main focus of positive educators like you. Get the people to do the simple things with consistency, with meaning. And, yeah, definitely they work because they work, as you said. All you need, if you try to keep a diary every day of how grateful you are to things, of course it works if you do it. Most of us don't do it. That's the issue. It's wonderful that you, that you said that, George, because we need to say here that we can't say, oh, be happy, be positive, and it works like that. No. Because our brain does not really um, understand this kind of, uh, of commands, this kind of instructions. But our brain understands when we say, oh, what a wonderful day today. I live in, a, in the most wonderful country in the world. The psychology changes at once. And in order to be happy and positive, you need to work. You need to get out a bit from your comfort zone. You need to do things. Absolutely. Well, Despina, thank you very much for this um, really nice wave of positivity. We wish you all the best to positive for you and to the book as well, which is brand new <laughs> and it can be it is distributed right now globally worldwide by Express Publishing. So all the best for this new uh, season that starts, new, this new year, actually. The key takeaway of this uh, podcast, I think, is that positivity can take you a long way, can reach you very far. So stay positive, everyone, correct? Exactly. Yeah, needless to say how happy I was to be here with you. And you guys managed to increase my levels of positivity. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Thank you for joining us, Despina. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Bye -bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye.